I hate the term girl bosses. We aren't girl bosses, we're just bosses. Being a woman in media or any male-dominated field is not for the weak. God, I am not one of your strongest soldiers. On top of that, can you imagine being a creative in your family and nobody understanding all of the work that you put in? Woo, this is a real job, Grandma. So please stop putting us in boxes. And this is to all of the women that are trailblazing and resisting the urge to cuss a nigga out. This is for us. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Diamonds Doses Podcast. It's your girl Diamond, and I'm sitting here with two beautiful women, my girls. <laughs> I'm really happy to have them on my team. Um, Miss Ty, Miss Cindy. <laughs> I'm at school with my students. I'm literally, I'm triggered. <laughs> Yes, my girls. Um, Today we're going to talk about women in work and women in the industry. And I think I have the perfect guest to come on the episode and talk about this. We work very closely with each other. We've worked, I've worked with both of these ladies for years now. Um, We both, we all just wrapped up the last season of the podcast, which was amazing. And I learned so much from this last season, working with Ty and Cindy. Um, It's been a little different this season. So we're going to get into all of that in the journey of our success and the journey of just being a woman in the media and the industry. So as I do with everybody, I want y'all to introduce yourself a little bit more. I'm going to Ty. <laughs> Damn, I'm going to be the one to go first. Hey, y'all. My name is Ty. Uh, I am the executive producer of the Diamond Sausage Podcast. I wear a lot of different hats and do a lot of different things, producing. I'm an educator. I do area, a whole bunch of shit. So it just depends on the day for me. Um, but I'm excited to be here. Yeah. And my name is Cindy. Um, I am a producer of the podcast in addition to uh, quite a few other things as well, like Ty. Um, I have my own digital media production company, uh, Morley Central Productions. I, too, dabble in education. Cindy Love the Kids. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like I'm forgetting so many things. Yeah, because you taught me. There's there's a few things. Let's talk about your Tommy post because. (laughs) (laughs) What What? job, Tommy? She posted what job, Tommy? Then you listed all of these jobs that you've created, all of these things that you've been working on. What what does that mean? Like, what did that post mean? So, one, sometimes I'm just a jackass and I'm I'm trying to. I know, but for real, I'm really trying to find a balance with social media and as far as like what I post because if I'm like. 100% honest with y'all, I don't give a shit about it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's it's purely, you know, entertaining for me the days that I'm just sitting, like, scrolling through TikTok, right? Um, However, I understand its importance to a degree, you know, especially with the field that we're in and um, the doors that social media can open up for you. But I just, I'm not a person that likes to live by like society's rules per se like Mm -hmm. i'm i'm not into trends there you go i think that's the best way to put it um and ig is all aesthetic now right so but it's like how can i present what i do because you got people in this ear like well you need to say more about what you do what you are blah blah Mm -hmm. blah but stay true to myself and that's all it is and it's kind of like a joke in my family um my mom be saying that shit to her i don't have a real job she knows (laughs) that i do but like she doesn't understand, right. you know, the the jumping off the porch and just choosing to be a full time entrepreneur. Um, so it was it was really just a play on that. Like, I mean, I, I got jobs, I can make it happen. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we know I ain't gonna starve. You we know, know. Like, you know what I mean. But I uh, that that's all it is. Just call me Tommy with no job. Okay. Well, you have many jobs, and I love the fact that you said like about you shared your experience with your mom and how she doesn't think it's a real job. So we definitely going to get into that a little bit later. <laughs> but I do want to start with the question. What do, what do y'all think it takes to be like a leader or like a boss? I mean, first of all, just naturally being a leader. Um, for me, I'm a, I'm a natural leader. For I have to always lean out. I got to try not to always say something or be in the forefront. That's something that I've always had to work on. Um, but I feel like just believing in yourself is something that's very important, mm-hmm. especially as a woman. Um, and knowing and having, I think, a good support system helps you be a boss because I believe that um, and you can't do a lot of stuff by yourself. Like you need other people to work with and help you and be a sounding board. Cause that's why I feel like people fall off at, like they think they the only ones that can do this shit. And that's just not true. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not always about you. It's about building community. Yes. So I, I feel like that's what it takes for me. I feel like it takes women to make it happen. Um, yes. <laughs> 
I do. Everybody, I do. you need one woman on your team, at least one. At because least women one. make shit happen. Like working with y'all versus working with men, like. Y'all don't fucking play. Like, things have to be done. We have due dates. Right. <laughs> Y'all will say exactly, like, what's going on, what's wrong, what's happening with the content, what's happening with this, this, and this. And it's just like, men are not as thorough as that. But do men take care of business? They absolutely do. But they they don't look at the details of things, I feel like. What's I so funny about you saying that, um, I, I know there's a few men who will admit that. You know, most men will let pride get in the way. Um, but shout out to Corey DeMond. I remember a long time, um, he's multifaceted, but I think he's probably most popularly known for his clothing line, Gravy. Um, and a while ago, he put up an Instagram story, and he was like, my enti- it was, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but mm-hmm. like my entire team, um, my entire executive team is full of women. And in hindsight, I realized he was manifesting that, <laughs> but I thought at the time that that's the that's what the fuck was going Shout on. Shout out to Corey. Um, and yeah. I was like, that's dope as hell. And it didn't hit me until he responded like, yeah, like, essentially, I'm manifesting. I was like, oh, fuck. But, like, it's just the fact that he's putting it out there and, like, he knew that. And, like, I agree. Like, you, you can get a lot done with the team of women. Like, and I'm not saying it has to be all women. I don't mm-hmm. agree there because I do think you need some balance because I think one of the keys to being a good leader is self-awareness. Yes. Um, in the same way that, like, men can be blinded by their pride, so can women, or they can be blinded by other things. Like, I'm not a – I hate when people just label women emotional, but, you know, to be fair, we are the more emotional. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to say we're the more outwardly emotional yeah. creature. Yeah, um, say that. Because men are That's emotional it. as fuck. But yeah, they, they, they never show it. Yeah. That's a whole different story. Okay. Mm-hmm. That self-awareness, I think, is key to being a leader Um, and also – the yearning and just the the ability to always be willing to learn. Yes. That's yes. What makes it I think that was a great answer. Just being a student and a teacher, you got to know when it's time to take on your role and adjust to things. Um, that's speaking on women. <clears throat> <laughs> I hate the term like girl boss and just because it's, it's become, I understand like the empowerment behind it and how women use it like to justify like, solidify their position in society or whatever like they stamping themselves but at what point is it i'm just a boss like i'm not a girl boss like what point i mean i know we're gonna always be women but at what point is it where women will be recognized for their work and like just their work only why do we always have to be several things um when we are in business we have to be smart we have to be sexy we have to be all these things in one thing we can't just present our work it's like, you know how they tell black people, you got to be twice as good as white people. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. As a black woman, you got to be quadruple as good. Like, yes. Twice as good as the white people. Twice as good as the man plus blah, 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 blah. So um, I would say, as at least to the girl boss thing, I totally get why you hate the phrase. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm as anti, but I do. Because I feel like it can go both ways. Like sometimes you have to specify to empower this group that's been just put down for so long. That's but true. But it's like, I don't know. I'm t- I really think in another life I was a man. Same, <laughs> same. I was a nigga in my past life. I was a fucking man. So like that girly shit. Yeah. Like so right. like, that part of me is totally with you. Like no, I'm just a boss. Right. Because yeah. some people might use it in a condescending way, and others may just like be giving you a compliment. Yeah. I think the context of how you use it is very important as well. It's just like. I agree. We out like we out here doing more than these niggas. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Moving harder than these, hustling harder than these niggas. Don't play. That's not a question. Like it makes me think about when we talk about um, rappers. Like a lot of uh, women rappers, like they they always say, like you don't have to put the fact that I'm a woman in front of right. it because I can out rap some of these niggas. Right, and that is female. So, yeah. I hate the word. Oh, I hate female. Like just <laughs> oh, that shit make my skin crawl. But because uh, a lot of the the rappers that are women can't rap, out rap a lot of very popular rappers right now. That's not even a fucking question. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I agree with Cindy. It just depends on. The context that you use it in, um, I don't give a damn if you call me a girl boss boss. Just respect me, right? Mm-hmm. Like sure my, my check on time. That's mm-hmm. it. I don't give please a damn. Please make sure her check on time. Okay, please, because then we're gonna have to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about assertiveness, and because working close with y- closely with y'all, y'all actually have taught me how to be a little bit more assertive and just say what the fuck you got to say, and not giving a fuck about not 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 giving a fuck, but saying it with the most respect, getting your point across and making shit happen. Has your assertiveness ever like landed you in a position where it was uncomfortable working with somebody? She um, smiled. I'm screaming. <laughs> Cindy, 
Cindy turned right and looked at me because I'm probably the most assertive out of us three. Um, I I always was raised to like my dad has never well. One, I have two parents that just don't play. If you're into astrology, I tell people all the time, my dad's Capricorn, mom is Aries. I couldn't be a weak bitch if I tried, mm-hmm. right? So I have learned, like, the balance of talking. For me, I always tell people, you can take that up with you and God or whoever you serve, right? Because I believe in whatever I'm saying is with love. Mm-hmm. I believe you can be honest and just not disrespect people. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it has become awkward when people don't like to hear feedback at all. That's always been the thing. Yes. Um, and I also notice with men, they are it's harder to give them feedback because it's coming from a woman, right? Um, but I, I still don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm going to say what I have to say. And for me, we could talk about it. We could have a discussion. But at the end of that discussion, you just got to know I still said mm-hmm. what I said. Mm-hmm. And we can work on it. Um, but I'm, <laughs> And I just, still love you. And I still love you, <laughs> genuinely. Because if I didn't love you, I just would have been like, no, I can't work with you. Right. I believe when you do give feedback and you are assertive, that just shows that you're serious, right? Um, but I've learned to kind of have sandwich feedback because it just depends on who you're talking to. I don't think you always got to slice and dice somebody mm-hmm. up to be a assertive um just be direct and that's something that i've learned to sit in um especially with being a woman in the male dominated industry but yeah it has been some times that it got awkward and we talk about it and we move on and we just say that like maybe we can't work together mm-hmm. and that's okay because i i mean that because i know a lot of times as a woman we say things that we don't necessarily mean um and a lot of people like damn what do you like, mean we say it out of emotion so you know how when when uh, usually a man is like, you you mad? You're like, mm-mm, I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. No, if I say I'm not mad, I genuinely don't care. If I'm mm-hmm. pissed, I'm like, I'm, I'm a little pissed off that you said mm-hmm. that, right? So if I'm like, we don't have to work together, and that's completely fine, and when I see you the next time, it's going to be love. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, for I mean you. that. Right, for that me. other person, they're going to be mad as hell, and like. And that's, that's fine. Yeah, oh, I said I give a shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's fucking right. But what I I am saying is, it does add to the awkwardness. Like as much as I don't give a shit, I'm not gonna go home and lose sleep about it. It Does kind of suck. Like I'm a nice person. Let's be nice. Right. Yes. So when somebody wants to hold on to that, it'd be like, damn, you know. But I'm always able to bounce back and be like, you're lost Mm because I never. If I can, you know, confidently say after reflecting, like I didn't intentionally try to hurt you, disrespect you, da da da. Me speaking up and that offending you, just just simply speaking up, not saying something crazy. That's more on you than it is on me, yes. though. Like, and, that, and that's not a healthy environment for either of us because, if especially in a professional setting, if I'm here to do a job, I part of my job is being yes. transparent, is being honest, is making sure we get the best possible product. So if I have to constantly feel caged by you know my words or how they may make you feel. That's personal, big dog. Right. You Let's talk I mean? about and that. And I'm not going to keep separating myself. personal versus business like yeah. what has that been like for you because when we work in business people naturally become our friends right true they naturally become people that we yeah i would say <laughs> to that too extent, yeah to like everybody extent. i work not... with hasn't yeah but right. i understand what you're saying mm-hmm. like you we get naturally, closer yeah, yeah we naturally care for each other in a way so what does that look like separating those two because people take a lot of things personal i agree with that i think the biggest thing and and i think this goes across the board like i know we're speaking professionally the average person just isn't that comfortable being that in tune with their emotions. Mm, like absolutely. that's something that's worked against me. Like in so many of my circles, friends, family, professional, like I make it my job to like be emotionally aware to mm-hmm. like, and especially for myself, like internally, like a lot of times I over talk because I'm trying Same. to make sure everybody understands mm-hmm. and it's comfortable, but that over talking, that vulnerability, it makes them cower in. It's like this bitch weird as hell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, Okay, well, damn, excuse me for trying to give you right. a comfortable platform to be yourself or for us to get the job done. And I think when it comes to having to separate it, it's kind of just like everything else. One, you have to know your audience. There are some people that despite being uncomfortable, they can do it. You just mm-hmm. kind of got to warm them up to the idea of them seeing that this is a safe space. It's other people. It don't matter how safe you make the space. They ain't never doing that shit. Let them mm-hmm. do their job and go home. And if they good at it, that might not be such a bad thing because you don't got to kiki with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But in the business relationships that have become friends and I've had some personal relationships that have formed into business relationships, it can get tricky. But if y'all, y'all, it's, it just depends on the person. I hate that everything yes, is so conditional. That is true, though. It is very conditional. You know, like, cause I've, I've been, I've been the only woman on a few teams yeah. and it's like, I'm damn near one of the smartest at this table. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I say something, y'all don't really hear it. Three minutes later, this nigga say it. 
and it's, it's like a great idea. Or when I said, like, even if it processed, y'all was quiet. And it's really just because you were uncomfortable that the woman said it. And I'm going to say that. Like, and I'm going to say that. I just said that. It, 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 it. It kills me, and it's like one of those things when we when I bring it up, you know, at first they don't see it, blah blah blah, and then later I've I've had some instances of when we talk about it, like they were able to reflect, mm-hmm. like oh because of how I was raised or in my culture oh, or this, wow. like yeah, and I appreciated that, like I could fuck with somebody that's honest, you know what I mean, right. like when I can when it wasn't intentional, like I I can be forgiving when you are actually honest about like what you did and you did the work to figure out right. where that even came from. Because men are conditioned that way. Um, Ty just sent me something that speaks to exactly what you said. It was a tweet basically saying, whenever a woman says something, a man has to always negate it or like downplay it in some type of way. And I think a lot of men do that, especially in business, especially working with you in business because they want to have the biggest dick in the city. Like Mm -hmm. Lori Harvey said, I mean, not Lori Harvey, (laughs) Lori Lori Moe said, they want to have the biggest dick in the city. And it's like, we have to give women that space to actually get, because I swear to God, working with women, they would get shit done. Yes. They would get shit done. So we have to give women that space and the opportunity to make those changes, to evolve the project. Yeah. What are some of your favorite projects that, that y'all have worked on? I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, we over here like, well, for me, my first thought was working with you, right? Because mm-hmm. I remember, and we'll we'll go more into this in, in something else, but um, me and Diamond have come a long way. What was it, 20... That was 2017? 2017. Yes, that was 2017. Wow. Um, and I think just having, like, starting from everything within this infancy, like, I remember us having that conversation about, like, Ty, I want to have a podcast. Um, and then, like, getting that team together is, like, Diamond makes me not be so serious. And I think that's <laughs> something that I really love, that, like, she's like, oh, I want to try this, I want to try that. And I'm like, okay, let's figure out how we're going to do that. <laughs> Um, working with you has, has been really refreshing for me because it always keeps me on my toes and you always like, "Mm, I don't like that. I like this. Um, and also working in fashion is really fun because I think it's something outside of my usual realm. I love, uh, creativity as a whole. And I think fashion just has like a a lot of room for that, like working on like campaigns and, and fashion shows and stuff like that. Those are so much fun. Um, like this year with the 27 campaign that I worked on with B. Lachey Designs. Um, and honestly, this season of the podcast has mm-hmm. just been such a beautiful journey just to see like where you started at to where you are at now and like all of those different um, looks because you, you're like, damn, like it has been since like 2017 yeah. and we came a long ass way. So I just think, or and or any team that I've gotten to, have the room to to be myself and come to the table because I have a lot of creative ideas and I'm like I hope they like that like I don't know because I didn't know how you would like about the blue room idea with the photo shoot I was like I don't know what the fuck she gonna say because when Diamond don't like something she be like mm, I don't know and I'm like if you even question it you I know maybe that's my problem I never be like no I don't like it I be like and then let me know no go back to the drawing board right so that those two probably have been my favorite yes i, I would say um it's been a pleasure working with you for sure no please don't oh, cry no, oh, y'all you, got i am a crier <laughs> i'm a crier i'm not gonna it start. really has though too gangsta, like, right. you too gangster for me but I, I mean i be crying don't get me wrong especially on like certain movies and shit mm-hmm. oh my god i boohoo like that first i'll talk about that later. <laughs> um <laughs> Favorite projects. So definitely, I would definitely say this podcast is is, is dope. Um, and, and I think both facets of it, working with you independently on mm-hmm. it now, but I started working with you on it through What's the Word. Mm-hmm. Um, and both times, like, we, we have fun. It's good energy. Um, I would also say, it was funny you mentioned fashion, because that was one of the first things that popped to my head, too. Uh, all the work that I've done with Sincerely Richard, which is now being rebranded as Black Fashion Worldwide. Yes. Um, you know, so official rebrand on the way. Okay. But, mm-hmm. Um, I and because under that, I get to do so many things. Like, yes, I'm producing maybe the web series where we're interviewing designers, but I'm also coordinating the events, the launch yep. parties, the yes. fashion shows. Like, yep. I had they stressed me the hell out, but every fashion show that I was ever over, like it would always turned out great. We got such great feedback, and I had a good time. Like mm-hmm. just watching people have a good time and seeing these designers that are often overlooked get a platform in the city yes. to, to put their shit out there. Like, that is so dope to me. Um, I think a lot of my least favorite ones fall under the work I've done in TV, except 
maybe um, I worked on a project called Women in Film um, for Turner Classic Movies. And we did the Chicago interview portion. Um, There's a black woman, Jacqueline Stewart. She's a film guru. I hope that's not an offensive term because I really can't think like Mm -hmm. the proper one. Um, But she's a professor at the University of Chicago. And so just working um, with her and I was the manager over the Chicago set. That was cool. One, because kind of tying it back to the first point, um, it was some people real upset that I was the manager because (laughs) I was probably one. I hired everybody for the project and outside of the PAs I had, I'm certain I was the youngest person on the team. Wow. Um, on top of the fact that a lot of the people that I hired, I just kind of, I, I start with who I've worked with before and I know does good work, you know, work smart, not hard. Right. So it was a couple older white guys that from before. Wow. Um, so to come back and I think they probably first met me when I was in just a PA role. So, you know, to see it and just kind of see how they had to adjust mm-hmm. to, to certain things. Uh, that was interesting. I do Listening get a kick to a out black of shit woman. like that. Um, I, I get a big kick out of shit like that because it's like jokes on you, buddy. <laughs> um, but outside of that, it was just dope seeing a, a black woman who had so who had so much stature and just so many um, achievements behind her being the focal point of hosting this series and, and getting to... Like, we lit up when we saw each other because, you know, for some of the days, we were the only black people there. Like, I definitely oh. hired other black people before. I'd be like, she don't hire black people. I hire black people. Um, you know, so that that shit was cool. Wow, you have done some amazing things. What what did you not like about? (laughs) I was gonna ask you two questions. What did you like about? Wait, what did you didn't like about TV production? Um, the way that the the energy around television and just kind of like the way that you do things is outdated. Okay, Um, it's a, a it's a it's a system very much rooted in hierarchy. Um, but it's the, and it's like, so they, they will treat a PA like shit easily with no problem. Like I've been very blessed to be on some of the TV sets that I've been on. Cause the things that I've seen and heard out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that, I think that's like the entertainment industry. Cause I've even, um, I've been to one of the biggest, I won't say which one in case I get famous. When I get rich, I don't mm-hmm. want to take my money. Um, but I've been to one of the biggest like talent agencies out in LA and this girl who was an intern there was, like, sharing her story. This was before I, like, really got into stuff. She's sharing her story. And she was mentioning this time that – I tell the story all the time – that uh, one of the agents threw a stapler at her. What? And me being me, I asked, I said, so did you throw it back? And everybody in the room looked at me like I was crazy as fuck for asking that. But I just felt like that's that's a natural question. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Why the what, fuck what you the fuck? anything exactly. at Exactly. And, like, why am I just standing there taking it? So, like, I used that example to show, like, that's just kind of the thing. Like, anything can go on TV. And sometimes that shit can be really fun. Mm-hmm. But most of the times it's very toxic, especially because your average work day is 12 hours. Yeah. Some shows when you go overtime is 16 and then they still expect you back there. And it ain't even been eight hours for you to go home and shit, shave and shower. Like, it's, it's just not a healthy that's environment. Um, but I think those, and that's just more so like the, in the field production, you know, there's office jobs and television. There's so many other things that you can do that aren't this intense, but it is still a 24 hour industry. Wow. I don't think I would last, honestly. <laughs> I really don't think so. Um, I have a question for the both of you though. When did, cause she said something very valuable, like as far as like having all this stature and she made it over these people that have been there and they yeah. hated to see her make it. So when was that moment for y'all when y'all was like, okay, I'm not just lucky. I've actually worked for this. Like, I'm not just dreaming. It, it plays a little bit into imposter syndrome, but it's more so like taking full credit of the things that you've accomplished. I think for me that has come um, this year. Like when I launched my production company in February, because I started to realize a lot of people would like come to me and be like, Ty, you know somebody to do this? Ty, you know somebody to do that? Like, and there's so many things that I do outside of like putting productions together and just outsourcing to other creatives. And I was like, okay, so I'm actually good at what I do. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, when I um, posted a fireside chat uh, for City Year, it was Ripples of Hope. They have like a fundraising event every year. And I got to talk to the coach of the Chicago Sky and one of the players. And I sat at, like, the table with them. And it was really dope that they were so nice and understanding and all of that stuff based off of the energy that I carried, right? 
Um, and when I also talk to people where they're like, I've never seen people do things that you do. And I'm like, damn, so I am that bitch kind of, right? <laughs> um, I think this year came into that because I've realized one of my big love languages is words of affirmation as much as I don't like to admit. Um, and when you hear enough people say that, it starts to ring true. Like, damn, mm-hmm. I really do be doing my shit. And also just looking at the feedback and comparing it to what you see other people do outside of your work. Mm-hmm. Like, our work definitely stands out just based off of how people receive it. Um, and it has just been very recent because for a long time, I thought it was like cute to be coy and be like, well, I just try to stay out the way. No, I'm going to take up space. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to know that I'm, I'm good at what I do. Yes. And you're going to respect what I do. <clears throat> Especially because I, I feel that from my clients, I feel the love that I give. Cause I believe that people treat you how you treat them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never had a super bad experience with that. So I think at the ripe age of 26. I think, um, I don't think I've had that moment yet. I think I've, and it's funny because when you mentioned like, well, I know I worked hard for this. Like, well, yeah, that applies to a, a few things. Mm-hmm. I had to work for all that shit. Um, but it, it never like settles with me. Like, it's like, I know I'm that bitch. But, Is like, it because we always want more? Maybe. I And I think I'm on the cusp of that moment. And what I'm hoping God is sending me right now is, not even directly related to media is, is much bigger than that. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping like maybe that'll feel like the moment. Cause I'm real big. Like what makes me happy is making other people happy to be honest. And like, I know that can be a toxic thing. Like I can make myself happy. That's not what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. like my dream, when I think about my dream job, I don't really know that I have one. My dream is just to make other people's dreams come true. Yeah. It's just like, the that's purpose just kind of why I have Same. a service based business. And like, I want to hear other people's ideas. Like, I have a million ideas for original content. Some I've started on, some I do plan to finish, you know, but it's like I get more excited when this person is coming to me telling about their business and now I can just make a whole like branding yes. thing for them. So yep. I don't know that I've had it, um, but I, I guess a few that maybe like other people would say, um, probably like TV shit. Like I think my parents ate up the Turner Classic Movies one. Um, I always say I hate working in TV, right? So last year was I did a TV job. I worked on season four of The Shy, and I posted my work ID one day on some random shit. Like mm-hmm. I hate working in TV, but look at this bitch back in TV, mm-hmm. like just being funny. Like I'm thinking I'm just being normal, and the feedback went crazy. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, you're amazing!" Mm-hmm. I hear that, mm-hmm. and I had to ask you're my bitch. Boyfriend, I'm like, "Is this a big deal?" And he looked at me like, is that a serious question? Like, he, he got on I got 18,000 alarms. Um, and, I, and I'm like, no, I'm for real. Like, is this a big deal? And he's like, girl, yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong yes. with you? And I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> so I don't I don't know that I've had it because it's hard for me to feel them. Like, I just be kind of doing what I got to do, and, you know. But that's something that you should definitely take a moment to just be like, damn, I really did this shit. Like. It's so important. So important. Because people... To give yourself that grace, that love, and then, like, to be, like, just gloat gloat a little bit. Like, I did this shit. Yeah. And just to be present. Because I know, like, me, and I know Cindy can speak to this. Like, I work so hard. I work all the time for a lot of other people. And I completely agree with... Working with other people makes me so happy. I love when people are like, well, like, I have this idea. And I'm like... I'm so excited, mm-hmm. but if you do not stay present with yourself, and I'm always the, I always get called the mom. Because <laughs> burnout like, is real. Burnout is very real. It, it is, and like if you steady working with other people and not stopping to realize and and take that time, like you'll be exhausted, and you're like, damn, like I have all of these things, and it's like I haven't been present enough, and that's something that I'm working on because I'm bad with that too. Like, it's it's so tough. Um, my therapist is like, celebrate yourself. Have an event or something that's just for you and not for someone else. It's hard, though. I do validate that. It's really tough. So, yeah, what does that balance look like, though? It gets it gets hard when you're a creative because there really isn't no balance with it. Somebody was like, I quit my nine to job five, my nine to five job just to work every fucking day, every fucking hour. Yes. And like, that's really what it's like. Yes, it is. Yeah. When you stay disciplined, at least, like it's very easy to get sidetracked. Um, cause Very. I days I'm in control of my time and I'm like, shit, today about me, motherfucker. Mm-hmm, like I'm mm-hmm, kicking it, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But you have to still set those deadlines and act like you do have somebody to answer to. Cause you're answering to yourself. You're answering to your future clients. You know what I mean? Like you need to keep putting some work in and build that portfolio so people can see, oh, this is what she does. And right. now you got another check coming in, another check coming in. Cause it's not consistent. It's not steady. Like how it is at a, at a 
traditional job. Yes. Um, so, I mean, I I think the balance can be there. I think Ty spoke to a great point of just being present. Um, that so, so often when you get so caught up into it, and maybe that's a thing why I don't feel like I've had the moment. Like, maybe I haven't basked in it enough, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just... Being being present will help with that balance as well. That's kind of the connection I'm trying to make because it's just like when you're there, you're aware of what's going on, you're getting the work done. Now the the task or the project is completed. Now you can sit and be present with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you can take a little deep breath because you're allowing your body to realize this task is complete yes. before you take on the next one. Mm-hmm. Speaking of like the traditional job. I know our family's like, what the fuck these bitches really do for work? They don't hear selling pussy. I ask that so much. What, what, how am I sister? Them the main two. What do you do? Like, my sister literally looked at me dead in the eyes when they was like, so what do you do? And I'm like, girl, I didn't, we didn't know that it's 100. Right, um, damn. Like, sometimes I tell their ass, I don't know. Sometimes I really do tell them I don't got a job. Like, mm-hmm. you call me, Tommy, that's cool. Whatever's easier. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, for me, my family has always been supportive. Even if I could oh, tell yeah. they didn't know, like, what what I was doing. Um, it's weird because uh, creativity has always been something where it's like, oh, that's that's good for you, baby. Like, it ain't mm-hmm. something that people take seriously. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, everybody. Yeah, it's like, that's so cute. She's taking her little pictures and shit. <laughs> like, damn. You know, this shit, like... Her little podcast. Right. <laughs> doing her little thing. My auntie's be in the comments on Facebook, like, oh my God, yes, Auntie Baby. And I'm like, you don't even know what I'm like. I one They of my, don't understand. My it. auntie that passed, she said, I don't know what the fuck you be doing, but I got your back. I'm with you. And I'm like, God damn. But I love the support yeah, though. That support mm-hmm. is um, and I think that's because they know how hard I work. Like how Cindy was just like, what do you like? It's hard to explain because I feel like a lot of people put me in a box because I kind of started as a photographer and all the other stuff. And I it just naturally rolled into everything, right? Yes. Um, so that's I think is the hardest for me with my family, with them just not thinking that I do like baby pictures and weddings and because I hate that shit. I hate it so much. Like if I need money, I'll do it. But I think when you do freelance and then like, girl, she got all the time in the world. No, I don't. I'm busy from the time I wake up until the time I go to sleep. Um, and I think <laughs> just explaining that to my family and they like okay, well, we'll just be ready when we recognize what you're doing. Like, I think it wasn't until, like, I was being a part of, like, published books and they was coming to gallery shows and it's like, oh, so you serious? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm dead ass. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not an option for me. Um, and I'm happy that they've been behind me 100%. Now, were they fun the shit? <laughs> I mean, my daddy be like, I throw you a couple dollars, no problem. But otherwise, they just from afar on Facebook. We love that. We love that. That's it. That's really all they got for you. They don't understand, like, at its height, like, exactly what it is. But we do. We're creators. Um, And it's a generational thing, I think. It is. It is. It is a generational thing. So, in case it sounded like something else, my family does full out support. My mom and my sister are. (laughs) They just just want to know what it is. Yeah, my my father has offered to be a PA, like, like, I'll come, I'll go get the donuts. Like, that is so sweet. That is the sweetest. Like, but I, I, so the, the support is there for sure. It's just the memory or, or how to explain it. But I think to your point, it's generational. Like it is hard for them to process it, um, especially like parents, right? Because real, like traditional jobs were the only real jobs. Like you got to stack, you know, stack or starve type shit. And you yeah, don't go yeah. work for this white man, whether you want to or not. Yep. Um, until you get something that, that on your own does monetize, which my parents ended up doing. They, you know, became entrepreneurs, but starting off, they was working for somebody. Mm-hmm. You got to keep that constant paycheck coming in. You don't get that paycheck up for shit in the yeah. world. You know, so hearing me say, nah, I'm I'm, I'm cool on TV and I'm going to figure this shit out. Like, I had a plan, but that didn't really work out. But that's okay because I'm still standing. Right. You know what I mean? But it, 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 it's just hard for them to process because I think it, one thing that so many people know, whether we acknowledge it or not, is you don't really have a lot of stability as an entrepreneur, as a freelancer. Like, you literally check to check for it. Like, you yes. got to make sure your next bag is secure. You got to hustle. Yeah. People don't understand that. Yeah. Being an entrepreneur. So, I think that scares them. Like, especially it's my parents are hustlers, so they know what it takes. And it's not that they think I'm incapable. It's just like, then we don't want our baby to have to right. work that hard. Exactly. You know, same. Like, same. Sure, but, you know. Especially life, if it's full time. your dreams. Yes. Yeah. Full time is a completely different beast than I think balancing it with another job. Like, I've been a full time freelancer. 
Um, it's, it's just a different challenges, but not knowing, I feel like that makes you work that much harder when you like, well, it's all I got. I ain't got nothing to fall back on. That shit is. I've never else. took the full freelancer route yet. Yeah. Cause I'm not ready for that. <laughs> not, that that'll be the moment I put my big girl panties on. I ain't ready for that yet. So Cindy, what did you start out originally doing? Um, as far as like in the creative scene? When did you also when did y'all both know like oh I'm a creator I'm not a regular bitch I'm not a nine to five type of girl. Mm, great question. Um, so my first like ever anything media related job that I can currently remember at least like post college type shit mm-hmm. um, was a PA TV job. I think my the I did like a few days or so. Did on, you major in that in college? Um, I just majored in communication. Okay. Um, I did a few days on Black Ink Crew Chicago. Okay like years ago um and it was cool it was smooth one of my friends she was already doing it she couldn't make it so she passed it to me like put your people on you that that, that shit yes speak to that i definitely i would say it even started before then though because in high school um i was a part of true star and i was in their radio program Mm. um so i I got to host my first radio show on power 92 you know we learned production and all of that shit so it, it definitely started before i came into the professional world I don't know when I like knew I knew I was interested in it. Um, you know, I never, but I never wanted to grow up and be like a news anchor or like, you know, I'm good at hosting things. Like I was the kid in grammar school at the talent show. I never performed, but I hosted every year. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause the principal was just like, you're really, you know, you're supposed like, to be doing something. Yeah, so in like, field. But even then, like me hosting, it's just, it's just me hosting. Like I was good at it, but I never left the stage. Like, Oh my God, can't wait till next year. I knew I was coming back next year. Cause the shit worked out. But like, I don't know. But the things what, we're naturally good at, they always seem to manifest in some type of way. And I Absolutely. think that's what's happening for me. Mm-hmm. That's my story. That's my journey. Like, as much as I am intentional about so many things, I do take time to think about, like, what did I enjoy? What am I good at? How can I do? But I'm not like, oh, my God, I have to do this. I can't wait to be this superstar. Mm-hmm. I can't. I'm telling you, I don't want fame. I just want the money. Same. I, I ain't mad at shit. you. I'm no. not mad at no. you. No. Um, a lot of things I do want to do, like, I'm going to do them under, like, little pseudonyms and shit. Y'all mm-hmm. won't even know it's me, but y'all going to be singing my shit. Funny <laughs> as hell. Funny <laughs> as hell. Um, mine's is very similar. I think it started in high school because I went to an art program. Um, in Like, my school had different, like, academies. It was a business. It was military, it was art, and it was science. And I chose the art program. So I knew that I was creative then. Um, Like I created like the talent show and I was on morning announcements. And in high school, I had like a radio internship and we had like a radio, um, like they just let us do whatever the fuck we wanted that day. They was like, y'all just host it and do whatever. And I was like, damn, we live on the radio. So I knew then, especially when I was deciding what I wanted to do in college, because I was telling my mom, I was like, damn, I I don't know if I should go for photography because I was like people back then, which was like 10 years ago, I'm saying like it was 30 years ago, (laughs) but it makes a difference. Yeah, it does. Um, Like I didn't know creative. So I was like, I don't want to do that. My mom was like, do you like it? And I was like, yeah. She was like, well, didn't do it. So I majored in fine art photography in college. And then after that, I knew that I loved it and I knew I needed that representation so bad. So all of my steps, even after that, was very, very intentional. Now, as far as like the branding and the production stuff that I do now with other people, that happened off of just me wanting to help people and wanting to work with people when I thought that they needed the help that I once needed. Mm -hmm. I hate seeing people struggle Mm -hmm. and you don't do shit to work like Especially if I, now if I like you, okay, let's make the distinction. I'm not helping Pookie, JJ, all the motherfuckers. Uh-uh. If your shit not Pookie. good, we not working together. But <laughs> I believe that, like, it's not a competition. So people need to give up, give up their rap dreams. If you're not good, get that shit up. <laughs> Fuck, hang it up. I think no, my story's a little different from y'all. Yes. yes. Because you might not be the best at rapping. But you, you a writer. You a damn good producer. Yes. Right? You know what I mean? Like, you might be a, so learn, learn to pivot. Um, because shit, I always did something. It was something you said that, that I wanted to, to piggyback off of. Um, but just when I remember it, I'll share, but that, that, that pivoting mm-hmm. is, is, it's, it's, it's vital. It's, know it's when about, to get, know when to give it up. Hold them and fold them. How I mentioned like transition. It's not all about the fame. So many people chase that cause they think that automatically comes with money or say that's that what, what seals success. And it's not. And like, 
even me saying I'd rather the money. It's not even so much about the money. It's more the impact. Like, yes. if I got to get famous to have some impact, then sure. But I don't mm -hmm. think I do. Like, I can Same. have impact. Like, something you were speaking to made me think about. I, I was um really good at just speaking in general because I would do, like, oratory contests where you would mm -hmm. recite, like, poems and perform speeches and shit. And I'm, like, super passionate about that. Like, on some nerd shit like that. I'm a nerd. I love that. So in doing that, it made me realize that I do have a gift for speaking. Yes, you yeah. know what I mean? So I can see myself maybe becoming a public speaker in some capacity. Like, no politics or no shit like Hell that. Hell no. But, I honestly um, think my journey's a little different from y'all. I had no clue that I was a creative. Like, yeah. when I when I went to college, I said, I'm going to give me a 9 to 5. I'm going to work in corporate. Like, this is going to be my life. I'm going to believe me. Yes. yes corporate i had no clue shit. i was a creative but i've always been like a reader and a writer yeah. so like those things just naturally naturally transitioned yeah. um for me but yeah i'm happy that y'all got that chance to experience like the creative journey early on and like understand what that would look like for y'all because i had no clue of it i really feel like i'm still a, a fish out of water right now in media your journey yeah, yeah. Like, i've i really feel like i'm a fish out of water still like i'm really? still learning the politics in the in the media industry learning what sounds good what looks good learning who i am throughout yeah. the entire journey as well and i think especially cindy like you definitely have built me up to be like okay just like endorse yourself in yes. it. like just show up as that you know don't be scared don't be shy and shit like that and don't i think nobody like a weak bitch oh it's a weak no. bitch and like away, so. it takes some time to even get comfortable on camera and like yeah. having people see me and like being visible like those yeah. things are like a little like nerve-wracking but it's like obviously something is going on if i'm attracting people that actually fuck with me and like yep. you know things like that like yep. that so you get great feedback yeah i do which i'm really grateful yeah. for um yeah. so i understand like my alignment but it's just like damn how did i even end up here type shit because i was never i was um i majored in psychology and sociology so i've always been like a mm, what's going on curious type of bitch right <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so I've always been like curious and wanting to know like questions and like what people's lifestyle and perspectives and things like that. But I think it naturally transitioned for me in that um, in that area. Do you think you'll ever make a pivot? Like with where you are now, you're still figuring it out and like you know how you feel and you mentioned like you're figuring out who you are now mm -hmm. in this new space too. Mm -hmm. Like do you do you see yourself growing more into the being like I am a personality like this is me or do you think you'll end up pivoting to something else to still kind of utilize this? Come on, Cindy. Oh, that's a great question. Honestly, I do see myself pivoting. Like, I love creating content. Mm -hmm. I love talking, having conversations. I think it's important. I think I'm um, very knowledgeable in a lot of areas and I guide Agreed. conversations very well. Yep. And, but I do see myself pivoting. Um, but not just yet. Probably not like in ten that. years, <laughs> like, and I'll be like a, a like a writer, and I'll have like my own like seminars type shit. That's yeah. what I see for myself further down. Yeah, I think yeah, it's just in it's about building legacy too. Yeah, like a lot of the the newer stuff when I work with clients, I'm like, please don't try to get as many people's attention and you lose sight on like the quality of what the fuck you're trying to put out. Cause social media is so temporary. You want to create work that people will remember and they will stand the test of time mm -hmm. where you go places for years and they're like, damn, I remember you did the da 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 da. And I, I think that also is something that's really important. Like go outside, touch grass. <laughs> like please remember No, I that. think social media just got people head fucked up to the point where like Cindy was saying like, because like I can do this shit, but it's like I can't do this shit without being present on social media. You know what I'm saying? Like I think it's different for everybody, but it's definitely a point where it's like people just want to go viral now. Yes, and it's just like that's really just not what it's about. It's about creating, and that's what I learned this season. Like just creating some good content that feels good, that's too. relatable to people you personally been through it yourself, or you just want to know more about it. Something that's just authentic to the journey. Yeah. So what do y'all feel like? How has it been working with me? this season and this well, <laughs> this podcast overall um i would say it's been fine i think we definitely had um like if we're going full transparent let's go we walked in here down like y'all better be honest don't hold that <laughs> um I that's think how i sound i think no i need to stop doing that shit because i'm i'm real bad at that somebody say something yeah you're so funny. <laughs> I bet somebody gonna focus in on that too. Like it's haters. Yeah, I gotta catch myself. Um, 
But no, some for real shit. I, I would say we, like, just the three of us, not even considering new spaces or nothing. Mm-hmm. I think we had hiccups that we shouldn't have had at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that's also okay because it's a reminder when you start at the top of something to go back through everything, to, to find comb through everything. I realized some things about myself, like, kind of how I got brought in. I should have asked my questions. I just made a whole bunch of assumptions. Mm-hmm. I think we learned. It was just different things. You know what I mean? So... Um, but I, I'd say even despite all that, it's still, it's been a good thing. One, cause I'm a, I'm a believer. Anytime you can learn something, it's not time wasted. So I think we've learned a lot behind the scenes and on camera this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, like we kind of mentioned, it's always fun. I done made new friends and shit. Shout out, <laughs> out, hey, shout out to Rail. Hey, we love Rail. Um, we love him. So it's, 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 it's been fun. I don't really have like. Real complaint. You know like this. I, this I production made me like. Hell, you yeah. was sitting. I was. Uh, sometimes I have dreams about this, Cindy. Oh my you God. was sitting, not like that. <laughs> you were right there. It made me feel like okay. Like it made me feel like I was on TV. She was like, "Would you do that? Would you, if you, would you do that if you was on TV? Yeah, would you start over? If you was on TV? I'm like, love that, love that. Because no. my thing is like, you, I. What is my thing? So you have to just really kind of like. One, set the tone. Like, I am so big on quality. Like, Ooh. I'm super chill. People think I'm a bitch, and maybe there's some science to that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think anybody who truly knows me knows I'm cool and shit. That is. But I yes. will always admit the things that the the things that do kind of turn me into a bitch are like a super snob is a professional setting that is just completely unprofessional. Mm-hmm. Or like, Same. like I, I use events a lot as, as my example. Because so many people just throw an event together, but they don't even consider the consumer's experience. They don't consider the logistics Talk behind. Girl, they like, got the women empowerment panels going girl, for three hundred. Just a bunch of girls in a room it. listening to some women. I'm not Talk doing no more fucking brunches. I saw on your Instagram. Exactly. You know what I mean? Speak. Like, but I'm, I don't. And you charge me all this money, but I'm walking away with what? Maybe a notebook you just got from Dollar Tree and like, a picture. Thank you, bro, bro, you threw a motherfucking sticker on that you know shit. Don't I mean? play with like, me, bitch. Stop playing in my face. So it's like I'm, I'm big on that. That's why I'm on you, like. Would you be sitting on TV doing this and doing Don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, you you are a star. Like, I call you Period. superstar on purpose because I know you have it. Do you want to be it? That's for mm-hmm. you to decide. You know but what I mean? But that has definitely like, been, a, like, a journey just. And, like, that's what I said I spoke to earlier. Like, oh, okay. I didn't realize, like, where I, like, I didn't realize the, the longevity of the moment, basically. Yeah. Like, I was just doing shit. I feel like when I first got endorsed them like blogging and media and stuff i was just doing it for fun but it was like oh wait this shit is actually serious i actually can beat something out of this so yeah. i really thank you for that 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 was some great advice from you thanks yes. i love when i make a little yes <laughs> i think for me this season um since this like i've been here since the first season when we was recording and one of my friends like little small room and we was just me and diamond Girl, was like, I was on like we was like in that this. bitch chunks up but we was making it happen and the quality was good this season has been a lot of learning experience because i'm always so used to me and diamond working alongside people and then they already know what to do this has been a lot of like okay we gotta learn all together i didn't even consider that because we've never had to do that shit because the first season wasn't filmed Mm -hmm. and then when we did start filming what's the word was leading right and they already knew how to run all of those things so they they looked at that and we're like okay cool that looks great this season that made me realize how much like what's the word like they are amazing because i'm like i didn't know shout out the the editing the fucking uh, graphics, yes. like all of that shit was it, it, Chris, insane. Beautiful right. quality, yes, beautiful quality. quality. Cody, so I have to shout, out, shout to out to Cody. Cody. Yes. Shout out to Cody for that yeah. because, like, I always just got stuff on the back end. Like, okay, Ty, what do you think about this? Okay, cool, that's good to go. You know what I'm saying? Because when we worked together, it was like, what's the word? And then like me and Diamond, and like as long as me and Diamond agreed, and what's the word sent it to us, and it was great, cool. That's why I brought in Cindy because I knew I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Right, and so I don't think I knew that. In specific, you okay? I didn't know that. I remember talking to Diamond like I don't know. At first, I'm like, damn, was it just all the personal shit I had going on in my life? And I'm like, no, like I was transparent about that. But that even when I have so much going on, if it's to the point where it's gonna truly affect my work, then I just don't take it on. Like Uh I was able to balance it, but I'm like, well, how did we get here? Like, and it's because I didn't realize that that's where you were. I'm thinking like, oh, Ty got this shit in the bag. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just the help. You know what I mean? So. When I didn't get that transparency off back, I didn't know to be like, okay, well, here's ground zero for us to start and blah, 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 blah. Right. Blah. And I think I didn't even know that, right? Yeah, like, I facts. knew that, like, 
I respect Cindy's work, right? I know that she is somebody that knows how things work. So I was like, I remember talking to them like, we need her, okay? <laughs> and I was, and we that was like, we gotta call Cindy, right? Cindy. I know, like, and she that's a, so she a nice. gangster. Like, so nice. and I feel like Cindy nicer than me. <laughs> like, Cindy is much nicer than me. I'd be like, no, we're not doing it. Don't care. <laughs> but right? I think what Cindy has brought, like, to the experience and the team is definitely like. That overhead professionalism of yes. what consumers absolutely would take in and what absolutely. they would notice and like the small logistical things. Yep. And like and so I'm really grateful for that. Like you definitely picked up where we didn't see. Yep. So I appreciate that so much. Yeah, I I think like I am detail oriented, but I'm also a very big picture. You're person. also a creator. So you help a lot yeah. with the content. Yes. You know, so you see kind of visually. Um, you see the bigger picture of things. Yeah, that's why I'm like, okay, well, Which we... Which is very normal. Right, that's very normal. Yeah. And it's so funny because I consider myself a creative too, but I, I realize that, like, my stronger... I won't say... My, yeah, I will say my stronger skill set is in the logistics mm -hmm. of things. Yeah. Um, so when I think about that and I consider... I just kind of started branding myself as the logical creative. Because I'm never going to give up my, the, my creative aspirations yes. or my love for it. And, like, like I said, I love building brands and doing all this stuff. But there's so much logistics that goes into it. People want to have a fashion show and ain't even considered like where models should change or where they should. I called her for say a fashion that, show. Yeah, you know what I mean, you have to know that shit for it to run smoothly. So, yeah. um, call me if you need a. You know, <laughs> call Cindy. Contact both if of my don't. girls. They all are working. <laughs> I'm prostitute y'all. Creative needs. Contact them. I'm your girl. Y'all have any questions for me? Oh yes. Oh what what? Well, can I get my phone, Lex? Shout out to Lex. <laughs> I got my questions. Okay. I wrote them down. Here we go. Wait, Cindy, do you, do we mix them? Girl, we just do whatever. I might, I might yeah. just come up with something. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 right. I'm like, do we mix them? Okay. Um, so I wrote them down because I'm a Virgo, right? And so, cool. Um, well, my first question um, is, what has been your favorite thing uh, about your 20s? Because I thought about, like, what this season is in mm -hmm. the conversation of you saying that you wanted to show your growth. You feel like a lot of people like put you in the box mm -hmm. and you, you want to showcase more of that. So what was your favorite thing about, uh, well, you still in your twenties, but what has been your favorite thing about your twenties? Um, that's a great question. I honestly would say the heart lessons, like the shit I would never repeat again. Like learning myself through. <laughs> Wait, so my work yeah. happened. What happened? Like no, seriously. Like you don't feel what I'm saying? Why y'all got to keep doing the same stuff? Yeah, so it's it. like those lessons have really helped shape me and shape my boundaries and shape like who I am as a person, just dealing with relationships um, and like what I've allowed, what I didn't allow, the things that have should have transpired that didn't. Um, I think that's definitely been a part, the, my favorite part of my 20s, just learning myself, I would yeah. say. Also, creating like damn who knew i was a creator <laughs> i was a late creator in the game y'all i was like 24 i was an old bitch in this shit uh, <laughs> that is all to get started with it um i think that has been one of my favorite moments as well just uh, creating and being well received from a lot of people mm -hmm. that was definitely a blessing so i got my phone because i'm gonna steal one of ty questions okay she has sent me hers yes <laughs> um where'd they go though because i'm gonna okay i think Nope, nope. Okay, what was your second Damn, question? Damn, look, right. okay. Here, here oh, you sent me in a note. I yes. I'm going to treat you now. <laughs> um, so her original question is, what are you looking forward to most about your 30s? Um, and I want to tweak that a little bit. What's one thing, like, if you had to pick right now, like, you going to make sure it happens in your 30s? Like, mm. I'm going to get that motherfucking bag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to y'all, like. That's another lesson in my 20s. Like, I ran my credit down. Like, I fucked my shit oh, okay. up. But I started putting the pieces back together now. So it's like it's transitioning now. But definitely going to get to that bag. I don't know what type of way I'm going to do it. But that's what's going to happen. You and I'm going to just be... I might just go at the paint. They missing me at the paint. I might have to do it. But no, like, literally get to my bag. And I think continue to surround myself with like genuine people i think yes. that's so so important mm. motherfuckers you don't know people they'll take a knife and stab you in your back real Absolutely. quick and like that's also something that in my 20s just going through those type of relations like friendships losing friends or whatever um just making sure like people have good intentions for me and i Absolutely. have good intentions for them like being Absolutely. a better person in I my 30s that. yeah like, I don't, are we allowed to piggyback Go ahead, ma'am. I um I think I, I definitely relate to the last point the most. Like 
who you surround yourself with is so fucking important. Yeah, and absolutely. it's like, it's not to, I, I think for me, it's just about like, like you said, it's about good intentions. It's also about growing together too, right? Like, yes. and it doesn't mean just cause I'm not growing with you doesn't always mean like, Oh, I can't still talk to you, whether mm-hmm. friends or family, mm-hmm. but I do think it is important that maybe I do have to limit how much yes. or the certain types of things we do together because to keep you a part of my daily life, but we don't have shit in common Outside like, of maybe like some of the ratchet shit we used to right. do. Right. Speak to that. You know, be my cousin, like maybe certain things. Like it just, it's like, it's not serving either one of Say us. That. You know what I mean? Because you are where you are and that's where you want to be. So me being around and trying to be somewhere else might feel like pressure towards you mm-hmm. and you're not helping me get to where I want to be. So mm-hmm. I, I commend you for that. And I certainly, I, I look forward to the same thing. I'm starting that shit right now. Yes. Like, yes. I've already so been I'm like just, transitioning. Yeah. Just Man's being a better family, person. Yeah, all of that. Like, I want all Setting shit. boundaries for everybody. Yep. Yeah. Yes. I had two more questions. And one of them um, is, what's an old habit that dies hard with you? Damn, can you explain that a little bit? I know so I've like, heard that before. but So, like, old habits die hard is, like, something that you, like, this is, like, a habit that, like, I want to break so bad. Yeah, like it's so bad. And I know it's I bad. And I can't stop fucking doing it. Oh, my God. I'm going to say something on this podcast. I'm not what, going to say what that. Is- <laughs> <laughs> All that shit you did walking in here, y'all better be honest. Don't y'all better be back. transparent. Y'all Don't be ready. sitting up here acting like, like that. We're not trying to hear that shit. A habit that needs to die hard from me. What? <laughs> now I want to know what it is. First of all, uh, sometimes good dick make you blind, <laughs> but that's a habit that needs to die hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not expect her to say that. Yeah, but I like the transparency. You go, girl. Right, right. Y'all, crazy. Y'all got me on here wilding. Um, I'm gonna be more intentional with my words. I would say like mm. my words. Can be very vicious sometimes, especially okay. like when you piss me off or you do something mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, it can be very vicious. And you said it's you okay want them people on like when they get mad, they just say shit to hurt you. Like, yeah, that's she's me. grown she's though. It. She's grown significantly. I've grown from that because I used to be take. I used to take everything Anything. so personal. Yes. Like yeah. that's fair. But you know, and I appreciate that you can recognize. That. Yeah, I appreciate that you can recognize where that shit comes from. Because some people that would do that shit and swear that they are nothing's wrong with them. Bad. Like you're mentally Cindy, crazy. Cindy said, "Baby, I'm triggered. I know somebody right now." <laughs> Somebody right now. Shit. <laughs> no, I don't have anyone specific in mind, but I have certainly encountered many people like this in life. That same. You got right. to <laughs> my our engineers playing right now. That's crazy. Fuck you, Will. said it already, but no, I'm, I'm not even on that. This ain't no sneak this or nothing. I yeah, just, I've been I agree able though. To relate to that. It's just real my shit. My whole life, even if it wasn't directed at me, like I saw older cousins and siblings and and. Listen, but you know what it's about, like, like you said, like it's because their feelings hurt. Yeah, it's what you spoke to earlier, though. It's what you spoke to earlier, exactly. It's what you spoke to earlier about being emotionally yeah. there for people, and sometimes mm-hmm. it makes people a little like leery, like oh, that's I, I can't confront my emotions. Mm-hmm. And so that was the thing with me. I would be, my feelings would be hurt, but I didn't know how, how to express that. that. Yeah. yeah, so you try to hurt the other person. Hurt people, hurt people. And I get that, but the only way we might come back from that is at least you can be real about it. Yeah. Like, when you come and say, like, bro, I was just hurt. I Hell was tweaking, yeah. like, yeah. and I know none of the things I said was right or true. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm still struggling a little bit, but, like, well, if you knew that wasn't true, why you ain't say it? But that's that part of my brain that's just always mm-hmm. just on logistics. Mm-hmm. But for you to just act like, I hate a motherfucker who don't know how to apologize. Like, oh, now that's you, not me. You just think some time's supposed to go past and you call me and act like it's all oh. good. Oh, Baby, I'm, I'm not, not even gonna do it. I'm not even I, gonna I get into it. Say that one more time. Because don't fucking that's, play that's with me. That's why I commend my man. Shout out to him. Yes. Shout out to the. I don't. I'm you sure. Don't I'm like sure that. a few times he's like, "Girl, if you don't just get the fuck over." <laughs> and it's like, no, you're gonna say sorry. Right. I'm gonna say sorry to you. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna ask you for nothing. I'm not gonna get back. But absolutely, I'm not no lame. Don't play with me. Like exactly. That. Period. Period. The fuck? I love this energy. Somebody. Y'all have any more questions for me for I get, before I do my last question for y'all? I have one last question, but I know Cindy did. Oh, it. screaming. Um, <laughs> I, to your listeners, what's something or a couple of things that you like them to know about you that they may not know already? Hmm. I, I love this That's voice a great voice. question. You, you heard me? I got my I interview voice on. Yeah. Very much so like, so what's a couple things about me? I really feel like I'm a nerd. Like, I will spend hours researching something. It's really sick. That's the like, de- sad in the flesh. If, I, like, if I'm interested in something, like astrology, for instance, that's one of the abysses I would fall into. Like, I will be on the internet searching for hours on that shit. Like, it's really sick. Um, what else? You said three things. Mm-hmm. I love swimming. 
Mm. Black people need to learn how to swim. Yeah. I need to learn how to motherfucking swim out here. I know the basics. It's a survival Same. skill. Same. <laughs> I've been swimming since I was a little girl. Oh, since wow. I came out the womb. Shout out yes. to you. <laughs> Like one of my friends, she has her. My nephew's now one. She has him in swimming lessons. Yes, I want to get back into like I don't know if it's like a program YMCA or something that does yeah. like swimming. Mm-hmm. Maybe something like that. I think yep. I'll do that this summer, honestly. Yeah. Um, and one last thing that they don't know about me. Do you, you would really like them to know. Damn, right. oh, y'all was ready. Hey. Do you really? <laughs> do I really hate men? Break news. the myth right now. Honestly, men trauma. I'm traumatized by men. Like. Not in the way where I, f- I see them as like, oh my God, they're, they're these horrible creatures. But in the way that a lot of them act a certain way, mm-hmm. that's that's real to me. Right. And, I, and that sounds like, oh, I'm like a feminist. But it's like, this is what I see. And if you are you a know? feminist? I am a feminist. I've said that many times. And there's um, nothing wrong with that? I do not hate men, though. I do not hate men. I love, I love real niggas. <laughs> I don't hate men, though. That's it. That's the one. I know you said you, I'm like <laughs> stay going out. What's one thing? What's one thing y'all people don't know about y'all? Oh hell! No. When you say people, you mean like people that might know we exist? Like, yeah, the people that know you exist, but they don't really know who you guys are. Like from the outside looking in, what's one thing? I don't really know. I'm sure there's tons. Me too. I'm me like, I think Cindy, you're a little. I feel like sometimes. Not not people that ask me. I want to know what my thing is. You guys, no, I love what's her. Mine. She has fire energy. I love that energy. Same. I love what it. I was going to say. <laughs> sometimes I feel like I talk so much. It's like, how can you not know it about me? But I probably talk so much that people do stop listening. So probably, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, but one thing, I mean, I don't know if I call it crazy. I I certainly sound very passionate. I think my people know that about me. Like mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things that even if it gets on their nerves, they appreciate. That's what they love. Like you know, you're not gonna play with mine. You know, you're not gonna play about mine. And mine can be my family. It could be my friends. It could be, um, you know, my my job, Your money, like, whatever. Like don't just don't play. Like and we cool. We crack a lot of jokes. We had so much fun together. I am so fun. I'm very right. adventurous. Maybe that's what people don't know about me. Because mm-hmm. I do people think I have a stick up my ass. Certainly. Like, Same. I've, I've been told, Yeah, honestly. I've been told I have breast and You was in here twerking one day. And I was like. Are you kidding me? No, I was not. First of all. <laughs> you were. You were I bobbed that back down. There's a difference. I bobbed that back down. That's the video. And that only happened for like a few seconds, right? We were just having a little fun. I got, I got the footage. Um, I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. I, would like, I would love to learn how to twerk. But I would only kind of do that like at home for exercise okay you know what i mean um because like my aunts and my mama and all them gonna watch this i can't be doing okay that, right? i'm sorry um <laughs> but no but for real probably that i'm adventurous because i think so many people think i'm just so serious and so stern but like i love to have a good old time okay like, come on come on down to the pack yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes i love fun. a good ass time good food good fun. drinks good people yeah. that's a vibe oh my God, that's yeah perfect, that's, that's it thing. that is it yeah. for me something that people don't know about me like like when you say people, like you mean like what you think people wouldn't know about you? Oh, I think people on the internet for me. Damn, this is tough. I feel like if you, a lot of people are very surprised that I have. I'm an anxious person because I am very assertive. I feel mm-hmm. like I always sound like I know what I'm talking about, but like I mentioned earlier, I do need a lot of words of affirmation in in a lot of sense. But you have to really know me to know that. Um, like Diamond has been talking about it lately. I've been crying a lot. Like I am so much so, and not in a bad way. Like my kids just graduated from high school. Um, and I teach. So I'm a very much so hard outside, very soft inside kind of person. I am so affirming. I'm so loving. Like if you ever need a pep talk, I'm the person to call. Like, um, because I, because I am a Virgo, I give you the pep talk, but I drag you at the same time. Cause I just have to, right? But um, like, you did not need to. Tell you, because you didn't have to say it like that, though. I hear that all the time. They like Ty. We okay. We got it. Um, but I think those definitely are it. Like I am anxious, and I think that's very normal. Um, in the fact that like I do have a a very soft inside, and I am very mushy. I am very romantic. I am very loving. Mm -hmm. A lot of people do not see that side of me. Um, but I'm like really cutesy on the inside. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. Well, thank y'all. It's been a pleasure. The conversation has been extremely fruitful. And I just want to thank y'all. I ain't going to cry because I ain't tired. (laughs) (laughs) I really do want to thank y'all from like the bottom of my heart for just pouring into me all the time. Even when y'all tired, shit. Y'all still pour into me. We still get the job done at the end of the day. So 
I'm very grateful for y'all. If y'all have some things coming up or anything that you want to say. Oh, well, first, congratulations on another season. Absolutely. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank y'all for being a part of my journey. Thank you. Yeah, hell, you got this. Just be true to you. You got this shit. Um, things coming up. Nah, I don't even want to say nothing because you know how dates be. Yeah, okay. All that shit. Um, just, just keep an eye out. I would say follow me, but that just feels so not like me. So <laughs> do, what, do what y'all going to do. She's a player. I, I hope to impact the world in a positive way. I'm in the same way. Like, social media, like, if I'm feeling cute, you will notice because I upload a lot. But I ain't going to be like, follow me on the... I mean, like, if y'all find me, I mean, find me, shit. Um, I'm a little hermit. But I just want to thank you for allowing me to to work with you. And same thing with you, Cindy. Like, it's been such a learning experience. And I'm a person that never believes that I stopped learning. So it's just been really great to to learn with, with launching a podcast with the production company. It's just been... It's been a humbling experience, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited that I got to do it with y'all. Yes, so. and I couldn't have done it with, without y'all. So. Thanks for having yes, me, ladies. absolutely. Thank you so much for joining the Diamonds Doses podcast. Y'all know where to follow me. I'm going to shout myself out. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Doses Ran on Twitter and Diamonds Doses on Instagram. And make sure you stay tuned for whatever I got next because it's the last shit. Hello. <laughs> that was good.